Hello everyone, this is the Charging Buffalo Podcast. I'm Joe and I'm joined by Luke once again and we got a very special episode in store for you guys, the Jersey Draft 2. It's been a long time coming, but it's just us in studio for this edition of the Jersey Draft and it's going to be fun. We're going to save that for the end, so make sure you stick around. The uniform connoisseurs of the Charging Buffalo I consider myself a uniform historian. You want to know what I did almost like all the start of this week so far? I have gone through the Gridiron Uniform Database, the NFL, uh, it's a website all about NFL uniforms and their history, and I have tapped through every team year by year looking at all of their uniforms. I will show you what this website looks like. For example, I am picking up in the middle of my, my Dallas Cowboys research, and the reason this site is so fascinating is because it lists, like, if they wore something, yeah, see, like, only in preseason. Hmm. And you'll find some, like, crazy stuff. Like, on here, the Saints wore black helmets in, like, their inaugural season in the preseason. Season starts, gold helmets. It's just, like, weird trivia like that you could find out. Hmm. So, but, like, I don't know. Interesting. Just want to go on tangent there. Uh, last week, yes. at the top of the show, I complained about old people. Not mm-hmm. last week. It was probably two weeks ago now. Mm-hmm. But today I want to complain about uh, people that don't know how to drive. Okay. I'm driving here on, oh my God, it's uh, uh, William maybe? Something like okay. that. Yeah, or William or Lawson. I'm driving down here and people are driving like 20 miles an hour. And it's one lane. I can't, I'm not going to be a jerk and cross into the other side of the road and cut them off or anything. But... Mm-hmm. Man, oh man, this sucks. I hate people suck at driving, mm-hmm. and they're probably old people. Because in New York, if you know, some people aren't from New York, but New York switched to yellow license plates. Yeah, and typically, when you see a white license plate, one of the old license plates, some old geezer. That's how. That's how I generally know that I'm driving behind an old person. Not. I mean, I'm not trying to offend anyone out there. It's like 35 or 40 that has white license plates still, but you get the point. Uh, You know, while we're on topic of traffic and whatnot, the city of Buffalo needs to pave their damn roads, okay? I'm with two people in the car, and I'm driving all these potholes, and we're bouncing all over the road. I, I can't drive around them. Like, pay more attention. You know, this is the real problem with inner cities, okay, is that the roads suck. Yes. That's what it is. No one pays attention. That's what no one pays attention to down there. End rant. End rant. Also, I mean, people are starting to, to notice this. Big things happen, like, in an hour span after the Charging Buffalo mm. podcast. Last time... It's the jersey draft. We're going to announce our, our third jersey. Last time we recorded, on my way home, I get a notification. The Devils acquired Nikita Gusev for a second and a third round pick. Mm-hmm. What's going to happen this time? It's every single time we record, something happens. The Sabres are going to release a teaser video for their third jersey. I wouldn't be surprised because I think we're going to get to this later, but FanFest is on Saturday for the 50th anniversary, and they haven't even revealed the jersey yet. They're definitely just waiting for Saturday to reveal the uniform. With this team, they're going to do some wacky thing where we don't find out till like, the day they super, wear Super, yeah. They'll do, like, a team, a public event skate, like they did to reveal the slug. Yeah. You know? Well, you know what I think they're going to do? 
I think because Skinner is going to be at FanFest, Darlene's going to be there, mm-hmm. and probably a couple other guys. They're probably just going to have him walk out on stage oh, wearing yeah. the jerseys, and then yeah. everyone's going to be clapping, and it's going to be cheesy. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, okay, so it's been a couple weeks, but the Sabers they they've signed everyone. Mm-hmm. Every everyone signed Jake McCabe, Linus Allmark. Mm-hmm. Uh, two years, two point eight five for Jake McCabe. One year, one point three two five for Linus Allmark. What do you think about these signings? Uh, I'm happy that Allmark is one year. McCabe got about what he deserved. I think, I think. it's a little too much. I I expected McCabe to come in around a, a little less than two million, maybe a little over two million. Uh, you know, I've been meaning to look up actually what uh, I've been trying to compare, or I've been planning on comparing like McCabe's cap number to guys who will make a comparable amount to him and compare mm-hmm. the players. There's a comparables tool. There is? Wonderful. Friendly. Yeah. Uh, do I go to players? Mm-hmm. Um, I never really use this tool very often. It's probably under tools, actually. Tools? Uh, there it is. Tools. Comparable. There comparables. It there yeah, it is. Okay, just on. click on Jake McCabe. And then Jake McCabe. There you go. But uh, I'm glad Allmark is on a one-year deal as well. Uh, he is an RFA at the end of the contract as well. Uh, McCabe, that contract will take him to unrestricted free agency. Uh, there's a log jam on that defense, and I don't know what they're going to do because they just have too many defensemen. We'll get There's a team that's looking for a defenseman, and the Calgary Flames will talk about that later, see if there could be a potential fit or not. But I really don't have a problem with these signings. McCabe got a little more than I would have hoped for, but I, mean, I can't really complain. Allmark 1.325 is really... Nothing, especially for a fringe starter backup goalie. So, mm. nothing to complain about on my end. No, it's it's a relatively harmless hit. I mean, he didn't get what he was asking for originally, which was an absurd amount of money. But yeah, both both were asking for a lot of money. It's like mm-hmm. the gap between the Sabers offer and the player ask was just crazy. Did you find the comparables? Yes, here are some comparables. Oh my goodness. Well, that's, so, his, that's his original contract. Uh, oh, they, like. you know what? I wonder if they they probably don't have his updated contract. Let's see here. Let me see if I can find it. Unless I just got to mess around with this um, with this app. With, not with this app. Cap Friendly should make an app. Yeah, yeah, I agree. That would be a brilliant app. Well, you know what? While we look for that, why don't I uh, read um, a little message from our, our sponsors? All right. How about that? Right. Yes, of course, as you all know by now, the Charging Buffalo podcast is sponsored by Just Dishin. They are the Buffalo lifestyle clothing brand. Uh, and you can find a ton of modern designed Sabres hockey and Buffalo merchandise at justditionhockey.com. You can even use the code TCB at checkout for 10% off any order. I believe these guys just launched a uh, new line. A new summer right? collection. A new summer collection Also, as well. they have buy one, get one free sunglasses. All you mm-hmm. have to do is put in the... I think there's a description part where you just put in what color sunglasses you want mm-hmm. for your buy one, get one pair, and you get like a wooden case for the sunglasses These are well. some... There's some real nice glasses as well, some, like, Corey Hart sunglasses at night kind of glasses. A couple new shirts here. I really like, they're called Fire, these uh, Fire glasses. They're orange-tinted. Those are beautiful. I might just pick up a pair of those myself and use, of course, the 10% off. 
save a little G- bit of money. Get yourself a little deal. You might have a uh, little, it's a dog days of summer. Going to be heading to the beach quite a bit, you know. Uh, get yourself something nice. Got some tank tops here, a black uh, Justition tank. Look at these ice glasses. That's sick. Those are sick. I might, I don't, I'm not a big sunglasses guy, but, uh, I mean, these are so cool. I might just pick them up. There you go. I like these shorts, too. But head on over to justditionhockey.com. Use the promo code TCB at checkout and uh, pick yourself up something nice and support the uh, the local boys over at Justition Hockey. Support the local businesses. Indeed, indeed. There we go. Okay, I found Jake McCabe's comparable. The number one match, would you like to take a guess? It's a 91.1% match for Jake McCabe's contract, his two-year contract. One second. Let me think here. Let me think. He's a former Buffalo Sabre. Former Buffalo Sabre. Not Tyler Meyer. Uh, Mark Pezik. He's an 86.6% okay. comparable. Uh, but Nathan Beaulieu, Ooh. his contract that he signed with the Sabres a few years ago was a two-year deal worth $2.4 million. Okay. So, huh. and then the next best comparable is Joel Edmondson, who just signed a... Two-year, $3.1 million deal. I like Joel Edmondson. Trevor Van Riemsdyk. Uh, he signed a, I'm not sure how many years it was, but it was $2.3 million. Brendan Smith, when he signed a deal with the Red Wings, was there. Uh, Nate Schmidt, Mark Pesic, Derek Forbert, Calvin DeHaan, Ben Hutton, hmm. Patrick Nemeth. So none of these guys are really world beaters. So hmm. that's just the going rate for a top six defenseman. Yeah. So, I, again... I can't complain about it. Let's hope that McCabe can have a healthy season. Hope he can hit the net this year as well. So The Sabres paid sticker price. Mm. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. Yep. I hope he does well. Yes. Yeah. We all should. And I hope Allmark does well too. Allmark, I really think he's the backup goalie of the future behind Ukopeka Lukanen mm-hmm. or Eric Portillo, whoever uh, takes that role. Mm-hmm. Rasmus Ristolainen. Again, we're going to talk about Rasmus Ristolainen again. There was an article that came out on MTV Sports in Finland, and I'm going to try and pull up some quotes here. Is that like the MTV? I it's probably something different, huh. but I'm going to okay. I'm going to try and find the quotes. Well, pretty much from this Rasmus Ristolainen implied implied that, that he requested a trade. Right. Not didn't clearly state it, but the implication is that he requested a trade. And at this point, I'm just saying sayonara, okay? I think the guy's an attitude problem. Uncoachable, probably. Uncoachable. I'm a psychic suburban hockey dad here, okay? But the guy just, he's getting on my nerves now. At this point, when, if he wants out, just get rid of him. Mm-hmm. I don't even care. What? What's the price? What is, what is the benefit of keeping him around? True. If he's going to be like this. Uh, Unless you're moving him to wing... Then cut it off. Here, it, here are some quotes. I have been able to enjoy hockey. Does that sound familiar? Mm-hmm. This this team just kills any kind of desire guys have. This must be a legitimate source because it, uh, Lance Lesowski from uh, the Buffalo News wrote an article about it. The Score NHL had an article about and NHL.com, so... I haven't been able to enjoy hockey amidst Sabres losing seasons. And just looking at this, it's hard to not think about how uh, Tim Murray said no to 
Taylor Hall for Rasmus Ristolainen a few years ago. It's just a shame. What they could have got, and people have been talking about this, this is stop holding on to guys for too long. Like the Sabres held on to Tyler Myers too long. They held on to so many guys too long, and now Ristolainen is just another, another case. Risto, correct me if I'm wrong here, was another Darcy pick, right? He was. His last first round pick. Well, Zadorov and Ristolainen both. How many last teams around picks. the league do you think still have guys that aren't superstars on their team that were drafted by GMs? A previ- two a previous, or two previous GMs two previous ago. regimes before the current. Again, it, I'm just gonna say it over and over again. It's time to change. Ristolainen, I don't mind him. I, his advanced stats are garbage, to be frank. You, but you it's time to move on. You He's been here since 2013. That was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Very long time ago. And it's time to move on. Mm-hmm. It's been time to move on. You can't win by returning the same roster over and over. Exactly. You can't. You, you're not going to win by just changing coaches. Again, Ralph Kruger, I hope... He works out, but you're not going to win by icing 85% of the same roster that was on the team last year. The same goes with Gergensons, Larson, Jake McCabe even, to a lesser extent. It's time for change, and that's going to come next year. Look at That's the, definitely going to come next year as most of these guys aren't under contract beyond this year. Look at the turnover that teams make year by year. The Flyers just this season, in a matter of weeks, completely revamped their defense. I mean, the Sabres, you could say, we've done that too. Yeah, the Sabres have revamped their defense. The New Jersey Devils, though, they're always making moves in the offseason to get better. Mm -hmm. uh, I've taken this approach, too. On a personal note, you know, I've I've started thinking about this because of my Madden League. (laughs) I'm like, like, you know what? No, I can't win on all Madden if I have the same guys coming back. i got to pay people. But, I mean, I, I just thought about in real life, too. Like, I mean... Because it applies there. You can't win by bringing back the same guys. It just doesn't make sense. Exactly. It's annoying because it. he's been here for so long. Yeah. They, they should have traded him last year when he had value. And now teams are starting to realize, hey, maybe this guy's not as good as we originally thought. And he's definitely not. He's not good defensively. He's oh, very good offensively. But he's just a train wreck in his own end. And, and the old school GMs are going to look at his plus minus and be like, "Ugh, no thanks." You know what also happened? Kevin Shattenkirk signing with the Lightning. Yeah, and that's that another window. Team. Is Shattenkirk closed. went to the Lightning mm-hmm. after the Rangers bought him out, and now you can kiss that goodbye. Mm-hmm. There's no way they're going to be able to trade for him now, mm-hmm. especially they have to sign Braden Point. Mm-hmm. How many other teams are there that would need him? Edmonton maybe, but what are you getting? Mm-hmm. They're not going to give you Nugent Hopkins. You're getting, I don't know, Kyler Yamamoto, yeah, which would be decent. Maybe Pooley Arby, but what? I mean, I don't want Pooley Arby. Right, he's not but still good. But you're, that's probably what you're getting. You're probably getting Yessi Pooley Arby for Ristolainen. Mm-hmm. I mean, Risto isn't good either, though. But yeah, yeah. But still, he's a forty-point defenseman. Right, you got to get something of value for him. I at this point, get a first-round pick mm-hmm. from any team. Because even if the Sabres make the playoffs and are bouncing the first round and have, like, the 16th pick, the way the draft is going to shake out, 
you might get now a potentially elite player at that stage of the draft. This the 2020 draft is fantastic. Now, now listen to this, okay? Consider that, I think it's the best draft since 2015. The draft that saw Connor McDavid, Jack Eichel, Mitch Marner, uh, Dylan Strom is emerging as a potentially elite player again. Uh, Brock Besser, uh, Miko Rantanen, so many elite guys in that draft. The 2020 is going to be no different. Is there a scenario in which you could see Ristolainen possibly being traded to the Maple Leafs? No. No? I don't think. Just a wild scenario. I'm just throwing it out there. But another team who Kyle, might need a defenseman. Kyle man. Dubas is too analytic, analytically sound to... But he traded for Cody Cece, though. I don't. If they didn't trade for Cody Cece, I could see it. Mm-hmm. But what would that? I wonder what that that would just be. Uh, I mean, just in, in any Kapanen. world, that's hypothetically Kapanen. Kapanen, maybe. But they yeah. signed Kapanen, so I don't think they would deal him. Mm-hmm. But same. Nylander. Uh, Nylander. <laughs> yeah, it could probably work. I mean. Ship out one Nylander, get Brandon another. But mm-hmm. it's. People like people post on cap front. I look at cap friendly armchair GM all the time, and people are like, "Oh, you can't." He's like, oh, he's like a second round pick." I really think they will get more than a second round pick for Ristolainen. Yeah, because just think, Alex Nylander yielded Henry Yokiharu, mm-hmm. who could be a top pairing defenseman mm-hmm. someday. There's going to be a team out there that will give up value for Ristolainen. Who is that team? We don't know yet. Maybe they're gonna. You remember go back a few years with Matt Duchesne and. Colorado, Joe Sackick held out. I'm waiting until I get my price. Maybe mm-hmm. uh, Jason Bottrell's doing the same thing. I think Pittsburgh might be the best destination right now. But what are you getting? I, there's they not, have no problem trading picks. There's not a whole lot on Pittsburgh. I would get an uh, unprotected first round. They're bound for the another Pittsburgh first Penguins. round exit. But what's the, I don't think they have a lot of cap space, though. That's the thing. Hold on. Well, I mean, uh, who are some guys we can take on possibly from them? Uh, Nick Bugstad. There's your center. Bugstad. There's your center. Pittsburgh has. Do they still no, have? They don't have any cap space, so they, the Sabers would have to take on five million. Do they still have Good Branson? They do. I don't want any. I don't but want if it means getting a couple picks and some young I don't assets, want anything. I'm, they should be done taking on bad contracts. They have to be done with this. You can't take on any more Berglunds or Sabotkas or Hunwicks anymore. You have. To, it's time to manage the cap well, and that's horrible cap management, in my opinion, taking on guys like that. Penguins probably aren't a fit, because Buffalo has the third least amount of cap space in the league. Penguins are fourth, so unless they're taking on 5 million, 5.4 million, it's not happening. Jack Johnson, though. You know, that's not a good spot to be in where you were you know, seventh last in the league last year. we, We neglected to mention that they're above the cap. But Jason Bottrell, he was on the Instigators a while back, and he said that uh, they don't have to make a trade to be cap compliant. They'll find a way. I guess Matt Hunwick was going to be put on the IR, or maybe even LTIR, which would give them some cap flexibility as well. So I'm not worried about the cap right now, but I don't think I don't think it's going to be easy for them to deal versus the line. It's August 14th right now. If I feel like if if it was going to happen, it would have happened already, because mm-hmm. you don't necessarily see trades this late in the off season. But it's a weird off season because there are so many RFAs still available that need to be signed. Jake so, Gardner is still available. Jake Gardner, I think Gardner is just waiting for the Leafs to mm-hmm. see if they can sign him, and if when training camp rolls around, like Cody Franzen, mm-hmm. 
it's going to be like another Cody Franzen mm-hmm. where he he'll sign a deal right before training camp starts, and if the Leafs don't can't afford to keep him, he'll just go somewhere else, mm-hmm. like Montreal or something. Yeah. Uh, Fan Fest this Saturday. Yep. Uh, I'm running in the Sabres 5K, so oh, say nice. hello if you see me. But in a free T-shirt. Yeah, I'm getting a free T-shirt, and I'm gonna hopefully win the whole thing. So mm. I've been training. I'm running uh, at a, about 18 minute pace for my 3.1 okay. mile. So okay, hoping for the best. Come root me on, root for me. Okay, Calgary. You saw Val Mackey tore his ACL or something like that mm-hmm. in off-season training, and Brad Tree Living, their GM, who I don't think has, I don't think he's done a very good job in my opinion, but. He said they're looking elsewhere for a defenseman on the trade market. You know who has a lot of defensemen? <laughs> the Buffalo Sabres. Uh, is Yusuf Valamaki left or right-handed? Uh, let us see. Valamaki. I'll type that in. He is a left-hand shot. All right. Marco Scandella. Retain half his salary. Get like a fifth or sixth round pick and call it a day. Right? Come on. It's perfect. They're going to have to retain some salary because they still have to sign Matt Kachuk. But that's that's a really that's a warm body situation. That's a warm you know, body. Like you got to trade for a guy. Is losing one defenseman really like we need a warm body situation? I think if you're the Flames, you got to go out and get a guy who I mean, you're a Stanley Cup contender. You can go out there. You can really and the, he said months. Val Mackey will be out for months. He looks like Josh Rosen. He does. Blood but Josh Rosen. Um. I think I, I think the Flames can do better than going out and getting. Essentially, are they? Are what? Are, what's their goal here? Are you getting a warm body to just be a placeholder for when Val Mackey returns, or are you going all in because they don't have a lot of cap space? The Sabers would have to retain salary on Scandella to make this work, and I'm sure Tree Living is looking at Scandella and like, yeah, no thanks, probably. Who's gonna trade? They would have traded Scandella by now. If they wanted to trade him. And I think because Pilot's out at the beginning of the year, they're going to hold on to him. Because if they trade Scandella, Pilot's out at the beginning of the year, who's your third left shot D? Mm-hmm. Who is it? John Gilmore? Oh, uh, God. It's mm-hmm. probably John Gilmore or uh, Jacob Bryson. I wouldn't be opposed to that. Yeah, I, I would love to see Jacob Bryson, mm-hmm. but I, I don't think that they're keen on doing that. Now, right at the same the time... Skin- and Bottrell also said he's not worried to, to to bury guys in the minors, veterans. He didn't say any names, obviously, but he said if a younger player is ready to take a job, they're not going to be hesitant to bury guys with one-way contracts in the minors, mm-hmm. so that's good. So, uh, Val, um, Val Mackey only played 24 games last year. So, realistically, I mean... You could replace him with a guy like Scandella because mm-hmm. I don't imagine, you know, I mean. How, I, just the cap. I don't think the yeah. cap is going to work out. Mm-hmm. Have we seen Bottrell retain salary on a guy yet, though? It seems like, it, to me, it seems like Terry Pagula is being a little stingy with the money lately, especially with the how the O'Reilly bonus thing panned out. Mm-hmm. They never retained salary in the Evander Kane trade, which would have boosted his value. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just strange. It seems like Pagula is at a change of heart, in my opinion. But at the same time, I don't blame him. I mean, if you're going to be an owner, you can't be stringy like that. But I'll just go so drill another oil well, Terry. <laughs> Thanks. Well, 
yeah, I wonder how many he's he's dug up since taking over all these teams. No, he's he did one for the Bills. That's the last I've heard. Wow. Or sold something. I don't know. Wow. Uh, I want to talk about the 2019 Holinka Gretzky Cup. Uh, NHL Network, to my... Well, I don't have NHL Network anymore because I cut cable, but uh, I don't think the games were even on NHL Network. But if you live in Canada, you got TSN, you're living the good life, and could watch these games. I watched some of the highlights over the past few days. Uh, Russia ended up winning because of their goalie, Yaroslav Askarov. And you always like to talk about how hyped up Spencer Knight was. Yeah. Yaroslav Askarov is going to be the most hyped-up goalie of all time oh, coming out of the draft. This guy is phenomenal. What a talent Yaroslav Askarov is. 17 years old, has medaled like five times in the past 12 months. It's just amazing. I oh, I encourage you all to go watch the highlights of the gold medal game, Canada versus Russia, because this guy he single-handedly won... Russia the gold medal. He is so good. Craig Button. Uh, Craig Button. It's with a Y. Yaroslav yep. Askarov. There he is. Uh, Craig Button said six players in contention for first overall. First of all, I think that's uh, it's a little excessive, but I think Alexi Lafreniere is the number one guy top to bottom. But mm-hmm. I don't think Quentin Byfield is a for sure bet to go number two anymore. Mm-hmm. He said that the six guys that could go first overall are Lafreniere, Quentin Byfield, Lucas Raymond, uh, Cole Perfetti, who had an unbelievable perform- performance. He scored three shootout goals against Sweden to, it's like a Jonathan Taves, mm-hmm. TJ Oshie kind of thing, to oh, wow. get to the gold medal game. Mm-hmm. I think he tied, he was one away from passing uh, Vasily Pod Coles in his mm-hmm. record for goals at the Holinka. Uh, yeah, so there was Perfetti, and then he said Hendricks Lapierre, who was the number one pick in the Quebec League draft a couple years back, mm-hmm. and Askarov, potential number one. I don't think Askarov's going to go number one or even in the top five, but depending on how the order shakes out, like if a team like Columbus has a top ten pick, I could see them going for it. Maybe the Kings mm-hmm. could go for a goalie because mm-hmm. Quick ain't getting any younger. I want to say Buffalo, but I guess they were really high on Spencer Knight. So who knows? But Askarov, definitely a legitimate goalie prospect. There's a chance. <clears throat> it's slow in the offseason. Button could have been looking for for clicks. I don't think so. I don't think Button does that. Everyone knows Lafreniere is going first. I, I and can't, if he doesn't, that team is making a big mistake. I hate to sound pretentious, but I have to pronounce it the French way. <laughs> Lafreniere. <laughs> I just got to do it. Um, I just think it's come on. That it's not going to change. He's been hyped up for so long. Yeah, Upper Deck signed him as an exclusive athlete. They don't do that for guys who aren't guaranteed <laughs> to go first overall. I I think he's crazy for saying it, but mm-hmm. maybe he's just not as high on. He's, I mean, he's more connected than we are. Obviously, yeah, I mean, he, he used to be a GM. He's, he used to be a scout. I. I respect his opinion, mm-hmm. although I don't agree with it mm-hmm. all the time. But I mean, he's bang on on those six guys. Mm-hmm. They're fantastic players. Maybe five of them are in contention to go number two. I don't think Askarov should go number two. I'd take a guy like Quentin Byfield or Lucas Raymond, mm-hmm. or even Alexander Holtz over Askarov. But Askarov is in my top ten. I I was I started working on my 
uh, rankings yesterday. And Askarov, I think he's tenth or eleventh on my list. So he's six foot three, one hundred sixty. He's gonna put on weight too, but mm-hmm. wow. What were his stats last year? Last uh, year, um, in the Russia under or that's World Hockey Championships. Uh, okay, so in, in the, the, the Russian nine twenty one save percentage. See, at the U seventeens nine forty eight save percentage. That's U, unreal. Oh so, oh, did he play? Oh no, that the the World Juniors is the U twenty one, right? U twenty, yes. Okay, U twenty. So, I mean, the U eighteen, U eighteens, nine sixteen. Where's the Holinka? Maybe Holinka? It's, it's not I right don't. They probably didn't. They add probably it didn't put it yeah. in. But mm-hmm. that, yeah. oh, there it is. Nine sixty in four games. One point two five goals against average. He's legit. This guy is legit. <laughs> La- um, last year in the Holinka, nine thirteen save percentage in four games, two point two six. Yeah, Russia was good last year. He he was impressive last year too. I this guy's really good. <laughs> Get ready to hear a lot about Yaroslav Askarov. That's all I gotta say. I'm gonna be watching him. Yeah, I'm but gonna be watching Byfield. He th- I think I said it before. The tw- this is a comparable to the 2015 draft. You got your Connor McDavid level talent. Connor McDavid lights in Alexi Lafreniere. <laughs> I'm not going to compare him to Connor McDavid, but he this guy is a franchise player. You got your Jack Eichel comparable in Quinton Byfield, mm-hmm. the big body, two way center that plays like Ryan Getzlaff. I would love Quinton Byfield on this team, but I don't want to think about the top five in retrospect to the Sabers right now. I don't want to think about them picking that high again because it's time to win. And then you got the Swedes. Mm-hmm. You got Lucas Raymond, Alexander Holtz, and oh my God, what's his name? I completely forgot his name. One second. Alexander Holtz. Yeah, Holtz. Another. Holtz is a sniper. He's one of the great snipers in the draft. Uh, you got Cole Perfetti as well, who plays for Saginaw. He scored 37 goals last year. He is going to be really good. Oh man, what is his name? I completely, I'm just completely blanking on his name. Well, the Russian goalies are taking over now. Mm-hmm. You know, Vasilevsky is there. Uh, Ilya Samsonov's going to be a big name in the league coming up. Uh, Ilya Sorokin, Islanders, right? Igor Shesterkin. Oh yeah, yep, yep. Igor. Hendrix Lapierre. He he. I think lots of comparables to Patrice Bergeron already too. He is great vision. He was playing with Perfetti on a line with him. Oh, my goodness. I'm completely blanking on the third Swede's name. He's supposed to go in the top ten. Noel Gundler plays for Luela. He, I have yet to watch a whole lot on him, but I hear very good things about him. Caden Gooley, uh, mm. Brendan Gooley's brother, is also in this draft. Pretty weak draft for defense. Uh, the top... And guys, Justin Barron plays for Halifax, a right shot D. Also, Jamie Drysdale, who I really want Buffalo to draft. More of an undersized defenseman. I think he's 5'9", but this guy, a right-handed shot, would be a great partner for Rasmus Dahlin someday. I've seen him ranked anywhere from, like, 6 to 15. Yeah, it's a great draft. It's a great draft to be bad. (laughs) (laughs) Also, there's a German kid I really want to start watching. His name is Tim Stutzel. I've seen some comparisons to Dreis. A great year to be bad. It's a great year to Mm -hmm. be bad. Mm -hmm. A weak year for Americans, too. I noticed that. Not a great year for Americans. 
Hockey Canada is really on the rise this year. I'll tell you that. But yeah, definitely a good year to be bad. And speaking of bad, <laughs> the booty cheek of the week. Booty cheek of the week. It's been a couple weeks since this booty cheek was fired, but this week's booty cheek of the week is none other than former Minnesota Wild general manager Paul Fenton. Uh, it's been a long time coming for Paul Fenton. He was relieved of his duties uh, about a week and a half ago, maybe. And did you see the article that Mike Russo put out on The Athletic? I may have. If it, say what it was, it might, it might it was out. He went down, like it was like a timeline mm-hmm. of all of the blunders that Paul Fenton went through as general manager of the Wild. I saw your tweet about Shirelli, but I did not see... Uh, and, and they did... Uh, actually, the booty cheek of the week is the entire Minnesota Wild organization. Let's just go with that. Okay, yeah. So I listened to Mike Russo's podcast, and I guess Zach Parise wanted out. And they had an offer for him. And he, in Zach Parise's contract, if you're unaware, is horrible. He has like seven years left on his contract, like seven million... It's it's an eyesore. Mm-hmm. And Russo said he knew. He didn't say who the player was. I believe it was a one-for-one swap. And he said if they traded Parise for this player, fans would have hated it. So I'm guessing that it was Lucic. I'm just going to guess that it was Milan Lucic. I have no, I have no reason to believe it, but he said the, fan, the Wild fans would have hated it. Uh-huh. And I'm guessing most of them would have liked to get Parise off the books, especially that the Wild should be going more of a rebuilding direction, but Craig Leopold really thinks that this team should be competitive. But let's take a look at some of the blunders. Uh, He traded Nino Niederreiter for Mm -hmm. Victor Rask, and I guess they never scouted Victor Rask. They just wanted him. No, they didn't really want him. They wanted to trade Niederreiter because he was playing in their bottom six, and they (laughs) wanted to get something for him. The Carolina Hurricanes scouted Victor scouted Nino Niederreiter ten times. Not a single scout went to watch Victor Rask, and Rask had an accident in his kitchen and like cut a mm-hmm. tendon in his hand or something, and has never been the same. And he was horrible in Minnesota as well. So I think and Niederreiter was on like a forty goal pace with the Hurricanes. The NHL has to have the stupidest GMs in the world. Yes. It, it's 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 not even close. It's it's a runaway. It's the boys club. They're, it's a boys club. They're all dumb. Because they're all former players. Mm-hmm. Paul Fenton used to play too. I think he was in the AHL, but I think he fired a lot of people in the organization. He was he mistreated a lot of people completely overhauled the scouting department. They I remember at the combine they had like five or six scouts there and like it's common to have like 12 he brought in his son pj fenton to be like the head scout Mm -hmm. and i guess it rubbed people in the organization the wrong way so fenton made a point to have pj sit somewhere next Mm. to him to his left on there are two seats to his left or something it was something really weird at the draft table, and Leopold was sitting at his other side, and Leopold didn't think that P.J. Fenton was running the draft. Even though the Wild had a very good draft. Mm-hmm. They got Matt Boldy, they got some later round steals, which was good. So it's It just seems weird that they would fire Fenton 
Yeah, this guy so late in the game. This guy, and is, then they interview Peter Shirelli. Well, what are you doing? What has Peter Shirelli done besides winning a Stanley Cup? Since winning the Stanley Cup, to merit getting another job as a general manager, I, I put out a thread on Twitter. Go check it out. Go search for it. Blunder after blunder. I don't understand how teams are like, you know what, we need Peter Shirelli. We need this guy in our organization, and he actually should be the head of our organization. Yet, this guy's still going to get a job. He's going to get a job somewhere. Somewhere. And it's a shame. Mm -hmm. It's a shame. Like, look at Tim Murray. He's just sitting sitting back and relaxing, going to casinos and whatnot. Collecting a check. Yeah, Mm -hmm. because he signed that, what was it, a five-year contract? Mm -hmm. He's still sitting back, relaxing. Five years doing nothing. Maybe he is doing something. We just don't know. But mm-hmm. you want know you know what he earned it. He signed Matt Molson. You know he uh, <laughs> he earned that. He signed Tyler mm-hmm. on to a big contract. That that paid vacation that he's on right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. booty cheek of the week. The Minnesota mm-hmm. Wild organization. Paul mm-hmm. Fenton, Craig Leopold, and Peter Shirelli. So uh, I think they interviewed Bill Guerin. They wanted to get Tom Dundon. No, not Tom Dundon. Uh, my goodness. Uh, Oh, Don Waddell. Don Waddell, because his contract wasn't signed for some reason because Tom Dunnan is a cheapskate. (laughs) Not really a cheapskate. He's just weird about how he operates. Now, it's time for the main event. It's time for the main event. It is the Jersey Draft 2.0. I wish I could have, like, an echo on my voice. Oh, oh, oh. It is time. What we have done is we have scoured... I at least scoured the NHL uniform database and went through each team, clicking. Through. I didn't go that excessive. And looking at that, I mean that my list is exclusive. I only have thirty-seven uh, things on here. I have about thirty-five. One of which is a WHL uniform or jersey. Mm-hmm. Jersey, sorry. And last week or last episode, we did the name draft. How many rounds are we going to do today? I mean, we each I have think thirty. We should, maybe go, we should go fifteen. Oh. Yeah, 15. Or until we're... Uh... Until we're satisfied. Okay. All right. Just like the name draft, we're going to use wheeldecide.com okay. to decide who has the first pick, and we're going to snake see. it. Are we going to snake it? Or are we gonna... uh, oh, oh, man. What did we do last week? Do we do... I don't do even remember. Sneak? Such a long time ago. No, let's... There's no need to yeah, snake Yeah, there's no it. need to snake yeah, there's no need. two people. Yeah. All right, let's go. The wheel is spinning. And the first overall pick oh! comes to me. Okay. Oh, my hair. That's what we like to see. So, my number hair. one on my list. The first overall pick oh. in the Jersey Draft 2, the 2019 Jersey Draft. I select the Hartford Whalers oh. Green Jersey. Okay. The Hartford Whalers. Dun, 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 yes, we're going to we'll play that song yes, right now. We'll put we'll, that over. We'll put it in. We'll put that over it. Uh, yeah, I love it. It's such a great jersey. I'm actually going to give a story how I got scammed. I wanted this oh. jersey so much. Oh, yeah, I remember this. I bought it off of eBay. Wait, are we talking Adidas here? The Adidas okay. one. But uh, the, you drafted the Adidas one. Yeah. Well, well it's the same. It doesn't matter. But, thing, but no. Yeah, so I bought I bought this jersey thinking that it was the Adidas one. It comes in the mail, and I open up the package, and it's coming in a vacuum-sealed bag with Chinese writing on it. Red flag. Red flag. May as well come with a red flag. I opened it up, and I'm like, oh, it's fake. So I hung it up, put it in my closet, and I'm like, okay, I'm probably never going to wear this. I took 
I took the tags off. I don't know why I took the tags off. And then, you know what I did? I was like, you know what, I don't want this anymore. I'm gonna go message the seller, and I'm gonna give you the seller's name, because I don't want any of you buying yeah. from this seller on eBay. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna try and find it, if it's even in my purchases history. Slander him! There it is, okay. Slander him! So I spent 90 US dollars on- oh, come on. Oh, I can't click oh. it. I can't click it. That cheap. Maybe this guy blocked me or something. It's gray. It's highlighting gray, isn't it? Or no? Yeah, it is. Well, anonymous whalers guy. Yeah, Just well, in general, watch out for fakes. Okay. Oh, hold on. I think uh, I can go in on message history, and I can expose this guy. No, I can't. It's gone. He must have blocked you. He must have blocked me. Bastard. Loser. Anyways, so I message him, and he's like, "Oh, okay, it's fine. Send it back. Blah blah blah." File a claim with eBay. I'm like, fine, whatever. So I send it back, and I get a message like four days later because he lives in Canada. Uh, yeah. Moral of the story: Don't buy sketchy jerseys off of eBay if you don't if you don't trust it. But so I get a message a few days later, and he says, "I didn't want to do this, but there was dog hair all over the jersey, and it was all wrinkled." I'm like, "Buddy, it's I, a fake jersey. I don't have a dog. One, yeah. uh, there's, I don't have any." animals that have hair in my house. I have a bird that wants to kill me, but that's not important. But yeah, I don't have a dog. I don't have a cat. There's no way dog hair would be on the jersey. I hung it up immediately and put it in my closet. And he's like, well, you've you've recused yourself today, buddy. And I'm like, excuse me? I, I just want my money back. I want my $90 back. It's a, He sold Stop. you a fake jersey. He, yes. He, he said it's real. I get them. I buy them from this place. They're all real. He denied that it came in a vacuum-sealed bag with Chinese writing on it, too. So, so he, then uh, he sent it back to me again. He sent it back to me. And I said, well, I don't want this. So I sent it back again. And then I had to call eBay every day for like two weeks straight. And I finally got my money back. Don't do this to yourself. Don't buy real jerseys. Don't buy them off eBay. I buy all my jerseys off eBay, but don't be like me. Buy them off real websites. That is just the worst. And the sad thing is, this guy had 100% feedback, too. People are just dumb. Mm-hmm. Hold on. I'm going to try and find That it. is the worst that mankind has to offer right there. I don't... I'm not an aggressive person, Okay. But those kind of people, I want to punch right in the face. Like, square in the jaw. Like, this was a great fake jersey. I showed it to you, and you even said I that thought it, was it was real. real. You thought it was real. No, this is this is it. No, that's not it. Yeah, that one was real. <laughs> that one looked pretty real. I'll try and find it here. Yeah, it doesn't... Maybe he got taken down. Hopefully. Oh, that's a good point, actually. Maybe he did. Oh, my... Game-worn Lucas Walmart jersey. $2,000. It's autographed, too. Wow. Oh, now, Joe, I'm pondering over this. I have... It's the jersey draft. That implies single jersey, okay? If we're only doing 15 picks, a fifth of my draft is going to consist of one team's jerseys. So I might have to choose between one of these three jerseys from this team. Okay, okay. Okay? Oh, God almighty. And you know what? I'm going to go with the white one. The jersey I'm wearing right now to celebrate this occasion, I'm going with the white Robo Penguin. Really? Penguin jersey. Ooh. I, lately, I love this jersey. Look at this. 
I got I think the, I like the black one. You like the black more, one better? Yeah. Uh, it has the 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 Lemieux on the back. I got Captain's See? patch. Uh, they won a Stanley Cup with that jersey. With this jersey, they faced um, Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Minnesota was the second one. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, the whole entire set. I think it was ninety two, ninety three. Um, just oh. This is some fine uniform design. Not too gaudy for the 90s. Look at that triangular, triangular shoulder pattern. Shoulder trim. Mm-hmm. This is, I, I believe this is a custom. Uh, well, at least this guy had it like stitched or something, maybe. It looks nice, though. Look at that stitching. I mean, the jerseys, it's a legit CCM from back in the day, but I think the previous owner had it customized and whatnot. Um, but... I mean the font's all right. It's 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 a beauty. I'll I'll tell you that one. All right, my next pick, maybe a little off the board, but I'm gonna go with the Sabres Royal Blue. Okay. From the '80s. Okay. Maybe a little off the board, but if you if you got a guy you like, you pick him. Mm-hmm. And it's just self-explanatory. Some of the best jerseys Jeez. of all time. The Sabres original Royal Blue. That one was not on my list. Real? Oh man. But you know what was that I'm gonna take. The Sabres white. The white, the white blue Royal. and gold. I'm talking the Pat LaFontaine one with the shoulder patches. I love that they had the primary logo on the chest and the shoulders. I don't think that would ever happen again today. <laughs> I don't know why they did That's that. That's probably why they don't have shoulder patches on the current jerseys, because they just think it's stupid. But, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, it's a very solid pick there. I'm next. My next pick, I'm going to go with the... The blue Quebec Nordiques jerseys. Oh, I had no Quebec on my Real? Oh, my God. <laughs> no, nah, you know. Nah. I'm going off the board here. You really are. Um, I'm just... Oh, okay. I got to get I'm surprised one. you haven't picked the orange Oilers jerseys yet. No, those are, not, those are not on my list. The first overall pick in the last year's jersey draft. Wait, what did you go with again? Right I have there? picked Whalers Green. Oh, Quebec Blue. Quebec. Sabres Royal Blue and Quebec Blue. Blue. I got to get this one off the board. Okay, I own this jersey as well. The purple Kings jersey with the shield and the mm, hockey sticks. I love that. It is. Oh, uh, it, it's it's a whole. It's a complete jersey. Okay, it is a full jersey. Beautiful color. Every inch of that jersey, they made the most out of. Okay, the the stripes on the on the on the on the elbows. Uh, the the shoulder patches have the big old cr- intricate crown design on there. The crest is just beautifully woven and just a masterpiece. It looks like an English castle crest. It says Los Angeles at the bottom. They wasted no space with that. It's a marvelous. U- it's a marvelous display of design, in my opinion. It's gorgeous. Uh, so the Kings purple jersey. We'll have a graphic too. Yeah, so um, we'll tweet on out the a CCB graphic page eventually. Right. Uh, my next pick, I'm going to select the Montreal Canadiens red uniforms. Okay. I don't think I had any Canadians on here either. Wow. I, I It's just, you know, I, I'm going with what my favorites are, and they are not my favorite. Uh, I I misspelled it Kongs. Kongs. Uh, it always autocorrects the Kongs. Habs red, I'm writing down for. Look, I st- look at this. I still have a plethora of picks to make. This is nice. I you have, might go 20 rounds here. Who I knows? have quite the array of selections to make. Uh, I got to get this one off the board. Okay? The Mighty Ducks purple. 
the the eggplant in jade, as it is called by Jersey elitist. Uh, the egg- stole that right off my list. Mm, that was gonna be my next book. Purple, mighty ducks, indeed, indeed. I went to a Stanley Cup in that. Went to a conference final. Uh, I'm one of the most beautiful uniforms ever conceived. Jerseys. My next pick, I'm going to go with the green Minnesota North Stars mm. jersey. Which one? They had a couple. The original. Okay. The green and the yellow. Okay. I'm writing original next to it. I had no North Stars on here, though I did ponder over them a little bit. Well, well. This is my fifth selection. Mm. Um... You know what I gotta go with? The Oilers 06 Stanley Cup Navy jersey. Ooh. I love that. That's look. a bad pick. No, it's not. That's a bad I'm not pick. going off the board here. Oilers Stanley Cup Navy, as I have it listed. Uh I mean UC Marketing wore this jersey. Need I say anything else? <laughs> uh Oilers Navy 06. Um, I mean, they had three goalies wear this jersey in the Stanley Cup final. Uh, probably the best Oiler, no, maybe the best Oiler team of the last 20 years. Um, but I just, th- this is the first Stanley Cup I ever remember vaguely watching. Um, so it was just, I just like it. It's, it's, it's just a nice look. My next pick, I'm going to go with the vintage red Washington Capitals jersey. Ah, vintage red. I wish they would bring these back. Adidasify these. These are beautiful jerseys. Bring them back. I thought they did. Well, they kind of did. Oh yeah, they they did. I'm talking about the white one too. I think okay. they, they wear that red one as an alternate now. Yeah, the red. They used mind. to wear the white. Um, yeah, the white one. I think they wore it for the 2010 or 2011 Winter Classic when they faced the Penguins. Mm-hmm. But bring them all back. I hate the their new look. I don't like it at all. You know what I'm going to take here? I'm going with the greatest alternate jersey of all time, the Butter Knives. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Sabres. I didn't have it on my list, but I, really? I love that jersey. Yes. I'm, yep, I'm going with the Butter Knives. Uh, I mean, everyone knows this. It's, it's a red jersey. You got the goat head on the shoulders. Oh, they nailed this one. It's You know what? It's, it's just like the King's purple one. It's all the reasons why I love that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says Buffalo on the bottom. They didn't waste an ounce of space on this on this jersey. Uh, I think it, now is about time to pick the Chicago Blackhawks red jerseys. Oh, you scared me for a minute Now is about time. Okay, you scared me for a minute. Blackhawks red. Well, since you did that, I think it's only fitting that I go with the Blackhawks black alternate from 06-07. That is one of the I finest like, jerseys. I wish they would bring that back. Exactly. I, I, there's no other team that could pull off black like a team with black already in their name. Um, Blackhawks. And, you know, this is the um, this is the jersey worn during the lean years, you know, the, the Rocky Wirtz era when mm-hmm. he wouldn't put their games on television. Um <laughs> Nikolai Habibulin wore this one. Robert, Robert Lang. Yeah, uh, Marty Havlat wore this one. Marty Havlat was always a player I wanted the Sabres to get. What was his name? Adrian Acoin? Probably. <laughs> he wore it. Tony Amonti, I believe, wore it. Um, 
they had a couple guys go through there, but those teams were never good. Um, but yeah, I, it's a fine jersey. I need to add that one to my connection collection, actually. My next pick, I'm going to go with a jersey that I think is one of, if not the best, current jerseys. The Colorado Avalanche home jersey. Mm. Pick that. Wow. Okay. Oh, that's yeah. You know what? That was on my list. You have stolen a pick from me. Granted, it was near the bottom, mm-hmm. but you're going with the burgundy. Yes. I'm gonna get rid of the white because I'm not taking the white anyway. So. All right. Well, you you win the Avalanche battle. I'll tell you that. You're taking like the whole Avalanche uniform back catalog with the Nordique and whatnot. This one. This is an underrated jersey, okay? The Daryl Sittler, Borier Salming, white I, maple leaf jersey. I was jersey thinking about picking that. With the blue sleeves and the white maple leaf on the shoulders. Ah! Oh, it's, it's practically... Can they bring that back? Oh, the, I love that. The, I love those jerseys. Now, it's weird because the blue version of that um, doesn't work. With the white sleeves, I don't like it. It, it, mm-hmm. it. it doesn't work for me. But the white is just beautiful with the blue stripe at the the hem stripe at the bottom, uh, the the blue sleeves going down vertically, um, and the white maple leaf just does it for me. Uh, and there there are other teams at the time. It was actually had some beautiful jerseys. There was um, there was a wave of teams doing this at the time. Uh, the Winnipeg Jets had the same template. The The Jets and the Rangers essentially had the same mm-hmm. jersey, um, just different logos. Uh, but the Leafs also had this template, but only two colors. So it was a wave in, like, the mid-'70s. and um, But the Leafs did it best, I must say. My next pick, I'm going to go with another classic jersey, the Detroit Red Wings oh. jersey, the red one. Okay, Red Definitely. Wings. I think you took that in the very first jersey draft as well. I did, mm-hmm. yes. I had no Red Wings, though I did look at them extensively. Red Wings Red. You know what? Um, we're going to exit the NHL here. Is this okay? the WHA? This is the WHL one, the junior, the junior League. The Saskatoon Blades. Oh, this is a beautiful blue jersey. and yellow. What an under! I wanted at one point. I wanted the Sabres to get Kirby Doc just so I can buy a Saskatoon yeah. Blades jersey. Saskatoon Blades. It's such a beautiful jersey. It is essentially the Penguins template with royal blue and a very nice, such a shaded yellow. It's such a beautiful jersey. Uh yeah, it's it's really gorgeous. They nailed it. Uh, I'm gonna go. I, I love this jersey. The Coyotes Kachina. <gasps> Which one? The home. The black. The Adidas one. All right. Uh, Kachina Black. Kachina Saturdays, indeed. All right. Well, I got to get that off my list. Kachina Black. You know what? I'm I'm taking it back to the early 2000s again. I'm going with the Black Capitol Building jersey. Ooh. Mm-hmm. That's a beautiful jersey, black too. Black Capitol building. I like the Eagle jersey, the White mm-hmm. Eagle, too. Mm-hmm. The Capitals. The Blue What Eagle. are you doing? You're wasting your time, Capitals. Just bring bring the stuff back. The Blue Eagle is a really nice one, too. Can they? Really yes, cool. the Blue Eagle is nice, too. Why don't they go back to the classics, make the their alternate their oh, home, yeah, I gotta show you something. make a white version for the away, and then bring back the Eagle I made for this, the I made this concept in bed beautiful. at 2.30 a.m. It's beautiful. I love the Capitals have had some nice jerseys. I just don't like what they have now. 
I don't like it at all. I'm going to post this concept on my Twitter that I just showed Joe, but I, I took the Capitol Building logo, messed around with the blue jersey a bit, and put the Capitol Building stripes on it, and made a new jersey, pretty much. I'll show you all later. Uh, my next pick is the the white version of the King's purple jerseys. Oh, okay. The, the, the white version. With the, the, the crown or with the, the crown? Okay. With the crown. White King's... I've always, I wish they jersey. would go back to that, too. Purple era. I really don't like what the Kings are wearing right now. I think they should go back the to... The Kings need purple. The purple. Yeah. Yes. The Kings There's identity not a is purple, purple in the NHL. Purple's a good color. Mm-hmm. I like... I think they should... Their team should have some purple. I don't think anyone wears Nobody purple. Nobody has purple. No one wears Nobody. purple. The Orlando Solar Bears wear purple, mm-hmm. but no one in the NHL. Did I have... Let me just see. No, I did not. You can't go wrong with any Kings jersey from that era. Yeah. The only one that doesn't work is the purple with the crown on it. That it just... Uh, it's awkward. I really I really dislike the Kings current set. I don't like it at all. This is my 11th pick now. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I'm going to go with the Whalers Navy jersey. Mm, I like the color navy in hockey. Okay. Uh, the only reason people don't like navy on the Sabres, the Sabres wear it. it. Well, and it's because we wore royal blue before, and mm. everyone is just brainwashed. And, yeah, I'd rather have royal blue than navy blue. But navy blue is not a bad color. Okay, so I'm going to put navy whalers on my list. Like with the Sabres leaked 50th anniversary jersey, I think navy works. Mm-hmm. Navy works with mm-hmm. the with the Vegas gold. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to go with the Rangers Lady Liberty. Oh, the blue? Yes, the mm, blue. You stole one from me, Joe. You stole one from me. Like that a lot. Again, I wish that they would bring that back as an alternate. They used to wear that for practice, the Rangers, before Adidas came around. Hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. Lady Liberty. Mm, well, you stole that one from me. I think the listeners are going to vote me the best. Oh, no. The best team. No. Joe, our listeners are smarter than that. They, okay. Hey, they said I won last time. That was pull. current jerseys, though. Okay. Um. Oh, what do I want now? Oh, my list is dwindling. You know what? I don't care. I'm going with the Penguins again. I am taking the Pittsburgh diagonal jersey, Ooh. the Snoop Dogg Gin and Juice video jersey. Uh, this is another growl of mine. Um, you might have seen some on eBay with either gin and juice going diagonally or gin and juice on the back with, I think, 93. Uh, or as Snoop Dogg would say, nine trizzle in, <laughs> in that song. Uh, Pens diagonal. I will label it. Let me make sure I record yours. Yes. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. We've made 12 selections thus far. I, Three we, more? We can keep going. We can keep going? We can okay. keep going. Okay. I still got a lot of picks left. All right. Uh, my next mm. pick. Yes. Mm, this is tough. Mm-hmm. This is tough. I'm going to prepare for mine. I'm going to also go with the Penguins. Mm. The 2008 Winter Classic. Okay. Oh, okay. Definitely a nice um. jersey. You know what was weird? I don't Maybe you have an answer to this. How come the Penguins sold Winter Classic jerseys with the Reebok style of that year, but the Sabres didn't? The Sabres didn't sell... Their jersey in a Reebok style, it was in a... CCM? It, well, it wasn't a Reebok Edge style. They sold Reebok, but they didn't have, like, the NHL, the new, the newer collar, if you know what I'm mm-hmm, saying. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I know, like that that uh, weird... Yeah. 
you know, the thing came down the to here. The NHL and stuff. logo yeah. here. Strange. I'm going to guess, okay? Um, Tom Galsano was the owner at the time. Mm-hmm. He was notoriously cheap. He probably took a warehouse full of leftover. But they were white re- they were re- It says I had I just bought a Winter Classic Sabres jersey. Mm-hmm. It says Reebok. It says on Reebok. It. It's a Reebok jersey. But wh- where I but work, it's not a Reebok edge design. Where I work, we sell Reebok um, like throwbacks like yeah. that. So it could very well just be. Maybe Reebok didn't want to remake them because, or there was no need to remake them because they were already made. Yeah, I don't know. And just threw numbers on them or something. I don't know the actual it's a beautiful answer, jersey. I would love to own. The best I can do is speculate. A legitimate 08 Winter Classic would, Sabres jersey. I would imagine though, around that time, if anyone has an answer for this, please let us know. Those jerseys it. already existed in you know, yeah, the retail it, world. Yeah, exactly. That makes so, sense. Uh, that would be my guess. Is that they, it was cost cutting? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they spent a lot of money making a bunch of edge jerseys too, so you know, could have, could have been factored. You know what? This might just uh, this might just um, lose the draft for me, Joe. But I cannot pass it up. I'm going with. The 1999 Dallas Stars home white jersey mm-hmm. with the black sleeves. History aside, I also had this jersey on my list. You did? Yes. Wow. Um, it's just it's just nice, you know. Uh, it wasn't too gaudy for for the 90s. Um, I just like the look of it. I like it. Good, good looking. Um, good looking uniform. Good looking. It, it hurts still, but yes, it's a very nice jersey. Mm-hmm. I will agree. Uh, I'm gonna. I, I like this jersey a lot. The current Blue Jackets third jersey, the Cannon. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. Well, we we got a rapid fire here. We're over an hour now, but yeah, the Cannon is my next pick. All right, your okay. next selection. Yes. Um. Oh, you made the cannon you chose? Yeah, I chose the cannon. Okay. CBJ cannon. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with... Oh, boy. Let's see. It gets tough here. It gets tough. It does. Um... I'm going to go with the Panthers red jersey from around 03. Mm, uh, the one with the stick? Yes. I, I believe like they one. played in the cup with this with this one. I always forget that the Panthers made the cup final. Yeah, really. With the rats. That was when they threw the rats on the ice. Panthers red. I'm just going to get this out of the way right now. The Flames current retro okay. red jersey. Okay. Love that jersey. It's a beautiful Flames jersey. Flames retro. The traffic stop jersey, as yes. I call it. Uh, let me just eliminate that from my list. And what did I just draft? Uh, Panthers. I got rid of that. Okay. I'm going to keep with the Flames. I'm going to go with the horse head. The horse head. Ooh, oh, yeah. Man. I think they rocked. I mean, you know what? The jersey was beautiful. Um, if they would have put the flaming C on there, that would have been gorgeous. Mm-hmm. A red C. Agreed. Oh, that would have been a fine look 
Flames, horse head. I can make do with the horse head, okay? It's a good-looking jersey. I think the Flames, they could rock black. My next pick, not an NHL jersey, an AHL jersey. Oh, okay. The Rochester Amherst vintage jersey. Oh. The classic one with the vertical stripes. Oh, ooh, okay. Vertical stripes, I'm writing Okay, well, that was, goes out saying, was not on my list. Oh, what do I do? What do I do? Amherst wore that jersey last year, too. It's very nice. I want to buy one. You know what? This is a grail jersey of mine. The Oilers white with navy shoulders from, like, 1996-97. They only wore it for one year. Um, let me write it here. Oilers white with navy shoulders. Yes. There it is. My next selection, I'm going to go with the 2018 Sabres Winter Classic jersey. Oh, yes, yes, yes. 2018 Sabres Winter Classic. Indeed, indeed. I was looking up at my wall where that's hanging, and I was like, hmm, you know, that's a solid pick. But I will forego it for now, forever. Uh, It's getting tough now. It's getting tough. I mean, hey, I have these on my list for a reason, you know? I mean, I got to... I gotta pick them. I'm gonna go with the Atlanta Thrashers T alternate jersey. You know, with the the, the, the T on it with yes. the red shoulders. Yes. Thrashers T jersey, as I have it listed. Oh, I. This is another one that I wish this team would bring back. The original Ottawa Senators black jersey. Okay. With the red accents, that's a beautiful jersey. Ottawa, go back to what worked. That's all I gotta say. Original Senators red. Um. You know what? Oh, because this one, it looked so good when they wore it recently. I'm going with the Gretzky Oilers jersey, the blue. Mm. Mm-hmm. Stole that right off my list. Mm, the blue Gretzky Oilers jersey. I'm writing that down. Let's do two more. Two more? Very fine. I'm going to go with the... the Devils red and green oh, white jersey that Devils. they just wore last year. That's a fine pick. That's a fine pick. I consider putting them on my list. Okay, so my second to last pick. Oh. Um. Oh, boy. You know what? I'm going with the trifecta, the black robo-penguin. <laughs> We're finishing it off. The robo-penguins have all been drafted. Black robo-penguin. All right, my last pick I'm going to select, the classic teal San Jose Sharks jersey. Oh, man. Teal Sharks. Okay. Okay, well, the final pick of the annual jersey draft. Oh, who will it be? I'm going to go with the Bruins black jersey from 81 to 95 with the, the, the little oh, yeah. bear shoulder the weird, pads. The weird-looking mm-hmm, bear. Mm-hmm. Bruins 81 to 95 black. The uh, the Mayday jersey. Mayday. Mm-hmm. Mayday. All right, now All right. we're going to answer some questions. Mm-hmm. We've gone very long on this episode. Uh, are the jerseys coming at FanFest? I really think they are. Get. Get excited for Rasmus Dahlin and Jeff Skinner to walk across on a stage. You know, it's going to be really cringy, I'm sure. 
Uh, ooh, this is a good one from Michael. If Risto is traded, who replaces his goal celebration output? Oh, wow. You know who I think could have some pretty cool celebrations in, in somewhere mixed in there? Casey Middlestat. I agree. Mm-hmm. Middle, no, Middlestat's... He's got that cocky celebrate. Did you see, ever see the clip of him celebrating that goal at Minnesota where he scored and he went to go, like, slap hands with everyone on the opposing bench? Oh. That, that's when I was like, man, this guy, oh. I love Casey Middlestead. That's just Middlestead's disrespectful. I feel like Olafson has some good celebrations in store. I feel like uh, Darlene. Darlene really? Yeah, I feel like oh. if Darlene, another year... He's uh, 19 now. Yeah, is he 19? He's 19. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Darlene being 19. Ooh, he's so young and growing, promising. Growing up a little bit, coming up with some celebrations. Mm-hmm. I feel like Thompson. Thompson yeah, could have some nice celebrations. He had that one against well. the Red Wings. Mm-hmm. Eichel. I, Eichel, he's got to mix it up a little bit. He does the. I know. The. Get hyped, <sighs> raising the roof a little I love, bit. I look forward. I, I love watching him score, though. So, I mean, he has something. Oh, this is an easy question from Jordan. Five years from now, who do you want? Darlene and Yoki Haru or Shabbat and Brandstrom? Darlene and Yoki Haru. I think yeah. Darlene is just so much better than all of them, mm-hmm. although I think Brandstrom is better than Yoki Haru. I'd rather have just Darlene. I'd rather than... just have Darlene. Yes, I yeah. agree. Yeah. But Yoki Haru is an extra. You know, it's fine. Uh, point prediction for the team from Jay Fitz, uh, 99. Uh, I'm going to go with better 80, but not good enough. 81. 84. Better, but not good enough. 81 for me. Mm, Risto just wants to win, not necessarily leave. True or false? I agree with that sentiment, AMF 88. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the same thing was going on with O'Reilly. He didn't want to leave. He just wanted to win. He was sick of losing. Mm-hmm. Who's your favorite non-first-round Darcy Regeer pick? That comes from Stabby 5. Hmm. Non first round, non first round pick, Darcy Regeer pick. I'm gonna go with Jason Pominville, second oh, okay. round pick, or Derek Roy. Yeah. Uh Ryan Miller. Yeah, yeah, Ryan yeah, Miller. Ryan I, Miller. I, I agree. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, do you think Henry Okiharu will should be in the opening night lineup I, from Ratty Pack Five? I think he should be. Will he should be. be. I the way Jason Bottrell talked about Henry Okiharu, it sounded like he was gonna be on the team, mm-hmm. but. They have to make a move. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we'll see. Mm. Adam Maz, 2218. I was at Iron Maiden. What if we had live band jamming out during games? It would be unique. Vegas does something like this, don't they? They do. They have live entertainment. That'd yeah. be kind of cool. Yeah, uh, that'd be nice. That would be Better than DJ Milk. Yeah, DJ Milk sucks, and he's at Bill's games now, too. Oh, jeez. Oh, man. Why didn't Jason Bottrell use the second buyout period from Lou 15 Leon? Because it doesn't make sense. You're, who are you going to buy out? You're going to buy out Scandella, Sabotka, Bogosian. They got one year left on their deal. Just bite the bullet and mm-hmm. let it ride out. Why have dead cap next year when you got so much cap space? That's mm-hmm. probably why. Would you like a Winter Classic jersey, but with the goat head for one of the Sabres jerseys, assuming in the future if we have another Winter Classic Oh, from absolutely. Chad? Absolutely. I would love another goat head. We've yeah. been banging this drum for a while. Oh, yes. Anything with the goat head. That'll do just fine. And then lots of 
we're still lining questions if he's going to get traded. So that, yeah, that's it for this episode of the Charging Buffalo podcast. Uh, we don't know what the future holds because there's nothing else to talk about. We've now we've uh, if you want another draft to give us some ideas, but there's no news anymore unless Rasmus Ristolainen is traded. We might wait if maybe two or three more weeks for another episode, but yeah, no. No guarantees we'll be back until season four. Mm-hmm. So that might be it for this season of the Charging Buffalo podcast unless Rasmus Ristolainen is traded. Oh. So ending off at 45, season three, episode 45. On a while. Again, if this is the end of the season, we appreciate you all for sticking around with us for so long. A big growth year for the podcast. Mm-hmm. Again, for like, the whole the whole brand. Yeah, for the whole brand. We've expanded many great new writers. Mm-hmm coming aboard so yeah we appreciate each and every one of you for tuning in week in and week out we would love to hear your feedback as well good or bad dm us on twitter instagram the charging buff follow us as well follow justition as well go check out all their new stuff on justition justitionhockey.com i believe uh use code tcb at checkout for 10 percent off as well uh follow us on twitter joe tcb nhl lvketcb We'll be back in a few weeks for the next season of the Charging Buffalo Podcast. We will see you.